everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are here to talk about off-network movies. These are the movies that aren't on Hallmark Channel. They're on Netflix and Lifetime and all the other places. And it's been a lot of fun to do that this season. This is our last major one that we're doing. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Colleen is here. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? All right. I'm ready for my week's vacation next week. Yes, me too. <laughs> so much. So excited. I cannot wait. I'm not even doing anything. I'm just home, but I'm happy yeah. not to be online at work. <laughs> yeah, I I am definitely ready for a break. I, I'm actually heading out sort of towards your uh, neck of the woods. I'm going to be going to Disneyland. How so exciting. I'm very excited. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't been since 2019. And one of my guilty pleasures is to watch uh, park YouTubers. <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> so like I have all this knowledge about Disneyland, Disney World, and I never get to actually use it. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to go try out all the places I've heard all about. And I, I haven't been to Disney, like I said, I haven't been since 2019. And that was only for one day. So uh, and I haven't been during Christmas for a long time, so I'm really looking forward to it. Nice break. You'll have I'm... fun. And the weather, I mean, it's not that different where I'm about. Yeah. 40, yeah. Maybe 50 miles, not even 50 miles from there. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's been okay. It's supposed to rain on Christmas, but hopefully, you know, it'll clear up. So yeah, hopefully I, I will be traveling on Christmas day and I'll be in the park on the 26th. So if any of you're all oh. in Disneyland, hook me, let me know. <laughs> say hi. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think next year we're going to have to figure out something mm-hmm. else, some other plan, because I, uh, I, I've always been able to do all of the Hallmark and non-Hallmark, but, um, this year, because it's my first year as a critic in, in three different critics associations, I had to watch all of the awards movies as well as all of the Hallmark as all of the Christmas movies. And it, <laughs> I'm depleted. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, sure. I, <laughs> like that was a lot. I mean, there were pretty much every day since October, I've been watching like five, six movies every single day. So I can barely watch one or, I mean, I, if I'm really in a good place, I can watch like two of and that's just the christmas ones yeah. let alone like i don't really take time for any other television or movies <laughs> so i commend you uh i watched 213 feature films uh in uh 2021 and i watched a total including rewatches, old movies everything else i watched in tv movies i watched 560 movies Oh my gosh. <laughs> Plus wow. series. Cause I watched like babysitters club and high school musical musical. I watched all the Marvel series. Um, so yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I I'm like, Ooh, Cobra Kai's out next week. Yay! <laughs> my series for the seat, like yeah. for the last half of the year, I'm behind on a lot. I'm, but I'm definitely going to sit down and watch Cobra Kai for season yeah. four. I, I, I really, I've heard nothing but really good things about that. And awesome. Yeah. And we've been doing the end and just like that, you know, the sex and city uh, yeah. sequel 
uh, me and Jax, and that's been super fun. And we are going to, we'll probably announce this tomorrow, but once we're finished, because it's only 10 episodes, we are going to start recapping the original series. So that will be really fun. And I'm still going to be doing Heartland. We're going to start that back up again. And of course, One Calls the Heart is in February. So that will be back up. So yeah, all of a sudden I'm watching all these TV series. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's cool though. That's fun. Somehow you just get it done, you know? And I watched almost every single movie off network uh, that... Uh, that I they were I were missing two that I from this last week uh so not every single one I did not watch the peacock the Christmas star with Daniel listening I just didn't hear good things and I just ran out of time <laughs> uh, so let us know if you watched that what did you think and then I also neither of us got to the Christmas ball right <laughs> uh and I kind of felt like I had seen that that it was on another network last year, but it may just be, you know, so many movies with similar titles. I'm so. about 45 minutes in, but I really can't tell it, you know, it's not worth really talking about because yeah. I'm not done, but so far I'm not too impressed. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not great. Not great acting. Acting yeah. and story's okay. Acting is not great. Yeah. Well, let us know if you see any of these things or you saw things that we am not mentioning, please let us know in the comments or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your reviews, but let's dive in. Let's get started. All right. (laughs) All right. So we started with the enchanted Christmas cake and this on the 15th on lifetime. Of course, they've decided to do a movie every single day because they want to kill me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Erica Trance and Robin Dune. And it's Gwen recently lost her grandmother and she's struggling to run their bakery and regained the Christmas spirit and figure out her grandmother's magical recipe for the town's legendary enchanted Christmas cake. So overall, what did you think of this one? Mm, (laughs) Not my favorite, not the worst of the year, but it's on the lower end for me. Um, I, you know, this is the second Erica Durant movie this year that something about it just didn't work for me something about her performance and I hate to sound shallow but I'm gonna say it her hair was a hot mess sorry Uh, it it distracted me when she was on camera the bangs distracted me and I know that sounds terrible but I couldn't take it I love Robin Donner Dune however you say it I love him but I just feel like the last couple I've seen him in have not been great yeah I guess he's supposed to be really good in the murdoch mysteries i i haven't seen that show uh no. but you know he was fun on or tea garden yeah and yeah like i mean that. yeah i like him a lot and i like some of the older ones he's done like the one um with the um oh god the 12th day of christmas oh yeah that was good that's he was kind of grumpy in that one ones. yeah that's one yeah. of my favorite ones though i thought he was great yeah. yeah he was in a really weird one i think in 2019 called christmas crush that was like a horror movie oh. It was a horror movie <laughs> in disguise. <laughs> um, and he's in The Sound of Christmas, which is like a tearjerker. Oh, I love that one. That's yeah. the one with um, Lindy Booth, who I love. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good one, too. That, yeah. that and The Twelfth Day of Christmas are my favorites of his that I can think yeah. of right now. Yeah, yeah, on The Twelfth Day of Christmas, Brooke Nevin. That one is a good That's one. Yeah. yeah. 
and I and I did like him on Aurora Tea Garden. And mm-hmm. I like I said, I've heard good things about Murdoch Mysteries, uh, which he left Aurora Tea Garden for because it was doing so well. I, at least that's what I heard. But Eric Durance, I liked her on Smallville, but yeah, I don't know. I really did not like her character or performance mm-hmm. in Open Open by Christmas. Right. And this, I mean, they just did not have chemistry. It was not vibing at all. I I liked like his performance pretty well, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, she was just being like, it was just too much business. Here, I'd like to say yes. a word about business in these movies. <laughs> like the only reason we care about your business is if it impacts the character and we see character growth from the business. We do right. not care about the business meetings, about what's going to happen at the party or the whatever. Like that doesn't matter to us. You want to keep that to the bare minimum. <laughs> and and if you have those scenes, have them affecting the characters. I mean, I, I know people were really hard on double holiday, but like everything that was involved in the party planning of that movie impacted the right. characters. Right. Right. Cause they were both competing yes. after the same job. They both, exactly. it was both impacting their, their celebrations of Christmas and who they were and their relationship and everything. And that's the way to do it. If it's just like board meetings, that's not interesting. And this had so much business talk about you know her grandmother and the business and this other chef who was the bad guy oh um, he was terrible yeah, he like, was, was really purposely bad. overacting and i recognize the actor i've seen him a lot the the toupee i mean everything just did not work when he when he went bald natural in the end that was the best part for me yeah <laughs> and i mean i don't know there was just so much talking about the magic, the secret recipe and yes. them cooking the recipe. And I don't, it just wasn't interesting. Like it was just, it made you kind of, her character was kind of unlikable. And why is yep. she going on this show? If she's not interested in sharing the recipe I was or, just or promoting her that. business. Right. What, why, why would you, I, I was like, what's the point? you know they're going to try to get you you may have to sign some you don't know what kind of contract you're signing when you agree to be on a show or some kind of you know uh like yeah uh, what's the word i can't think you know what i'm talking about the like you just allow them you give them permission to do all these things it's like why would you go out if you really have a secret recipe like it's crazy the whole idea was crazy yeah it was just I don't know. I mean, it was fine, I guess. And some, like, if you are just want an average bland Christmas movie, mm-hmm. it's fine. But like, yeah, it just was pretty boring as I would say. And I have one more real quick example of, I think what I think is a good Christmas or a good business movie. And I love this movie and it's been out a lot lately is with love Christmas with Emily Ullerup. That was about an advertising agency, but the whole story was about the character growth of the man of the male of Donovan and her. And yeah. it's like all in the office mostly, but that was a good movie. I thought they did it well. Cause it was like, it was the business was a big part of it, but they, but it was about the characters. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. I mean, if you, as long as you're willing to ignore the ice skating scene, which was really bad. <laughs> Other than that, it was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I'd even take something like a Christmas dance reunion mm-hmm. that 
it was, you know, yeah. pretty basic plot, but because of the dancing and the chemistry right. and the, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. That was better for sure. Yeah, that was better. So listen here, Christmas movie makers, <laughs> keep the business to a bare minimum. We want to know about the characters and how they grow. We don't care about your fake business. Yeah. I like window wonderland. That's a good one. That's set in like a business environment for sure oh yeah. i love that one mm-hmm. yeah there's there's a bunch if i really sat and thought mm-hmm. about it but i'm mean, not a bunch but there's a yeah. there's enough good examples well let but us know one. if you're listening you can hashtag it christmas business and <laughs> let us know what you think are the good business movies <laughs> for christmas uh all right so what would you give this movie and the enchanted christmas cake mm, i'm just gonna go with two and that's kind of yeah. generous but yeah, I'll say i agree for pretty much robin robin dune yes uh, that's why yeah ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Um, all right. So then we have Christmas by Chance. And this was on the 16th. Winnie Clark and uh, Jacob Blair. And it's uh, Chance owns a struggling gift shop called By Chance Gifts. As the Christmas shopping season approaches, Chance is hired by William, a wealthy and popular entrepreneur, to help him organize the perfect Christmas proposal for his girlfriend, Layla. When... Uh, Chance needs to get closer to Layla to find out what she likes. They devise a plan to have her attend their Christmas party as an old friend of the family. Chance and William continue to spend more time together with the hopes of devising the perfect proposal, but Layla does not seem to be ready for marriage, and each plan seems to fall apart. As Chance and William get to know each other more, they begin to bring out the best in one another and are able to find their true love along the way. So... what did you think of this one (laughs) it was better than the last one but not that much better um i thought the whole premise was a little silly um i didn't i didn't see how i know he was wealthy i didn't even know what his job was what was it some businessman but i don't know what the business i don't even remember what the business was no i literally watched it today and i can't remember (laughs) I don't remember what the business was. Oh, that's funny. Um, it, but anyways, I, I felt like yeah, it was just not great. 
I thought that the supermodel was a little a little much like I just didn't see how they I mean they had no chemistry you know that was kind of the point in a way but like I didn't even understand how they would ever get together I didn't get that and it just felt a little juvenile I can't think of a better word than that right now it just felt it just wasn't yeah do it for me I don't know what else to say about that (laughs) yeah I didn't really like this I mean it is one of my least favorite sort of the trope of this emotional cheating kind of situation like yeah that too and it it's 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 like it feels not as bad because she was such a jerk like Mm -hmm. in the world of these Christmas movies somebody not liking puppies is like right how can you even i mean that was rude and the dog was super cute i know (laughs) yeah it was an adorable dog and a rescue no less and she's just like i only say that on my instagram to get followers you might be the worst person in the world so bad yes terrible puppies (laughs) i mean yeah and (laughs) she was just she was so bad that you didn't really feel feel bad but if you really think about it it's it's yeah he's not like us he's not a good person to be with our leading lady uh if he's doing all this with right. he he's the you know if he's cheating on his girlfriend like we don't want that person to be with our leading lady and they had no chemistry at all i know <laughs> I mean, I thought she was super cute. Like she's a cute, she was cute. Little, you know, she has a cute look and she was, she was cute in the movie, but yeah, they didn't go well. And the other thing is I can't ever see a supermodel ever playing like Christmas charades ever in my lifetime. Weren't they playing charades at some point? Yeah. I just don't ever see anyone <laughs> in that kind of position, but man, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's a shame that it could have been kind of interesting if was when mm-hmm. i first read this i when we were doing the preview with jacks mm-hmm. it's almost sounded because chance is a normally a male name mm-hmm. um in my experience right. at least and so it almost sounded like he came to realize that he was gay and working with the um uh what did they call it? yeah with with chance yeah so like that could have been like actually interesting that like he's planning this big proposal but all of a sudden he's like attracted to um you know this man and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that throws him through a loop and he doesn't know what to do like that's interesting that's taking that would have been much better you should have written that (laughs) (laughs) you should write that script call me a lifetime yes um, but yeah, like just something to make it like more interesting and make him not be a sleazeball. Why would we want him to be with our chance who loves puppies and is a nice person? Right. I mean, the only nice thing, I mean, he did the really nice thing with being Santa and everything for the kids and coming to read stories, but yeah, it turned, it just like the way the, the I don't even know the supermodel's name. I'm just going to call her supermodel blew up about a Layla. And, Layla okay see I, I forgot her name <laughs> but when Layla is ticked off at the end she has every right to be ticked off like, I she's a it, jerk yeah. but yeah she has every right to be ticked off that like 
all he's been lying to her this whole time and he's been involved with this other woman and yeah i mean she has a right to be annoyed i i agree with that yeah. and it's just not my favorite i don't no. know <laughs> it was not great so <laughs> yeah it's not as bad as five more minutes in my book because that movie i the emotional cheating was like it was actually a really nice person who didn't deserve to be treated that way and right I, I, I really did not like that one so this it's not as bad as that to my i think i gave that a 1.5 <laughs> i was on that episode i remember i was kind of shocked yeah because like oh, i forgot you, you were I on mean, that one yeah nikki like nikki kind of can do no wrong in a lot of people's minds but it wasn't, it wasn't great yeah it wasn't her it fault was- it was just the script yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd give this one a two as well. I, um, I, yeah, I mean, it was slightly better. Um, I'm just going to go up. I'm not even going to give like a quarter. I'm going to say 2.1. <laughs> there we go. All right. So then we had Mistletoe in Montana. This is Melissa Joan Hart, Dwayne Henry, Jamie Sheridan. Mary owns the ranch and has been unlucky in love but that's about to change when a single father mark and his two kids book the ranch for christmas week the holiday spirit is everywhere and love is in the air i'll start with this one (laughs) i was (laughs) i was honestly looking forward to it because i've enjoyed some Mm -hmm. of melissa joan hart's movies this Mm -hmm. thing was so dull i mean this (laughs) was the most bland movie i i i was I mean, it's like watching somebody's vacation videos. That's what it felt like. <laughs> That's a great put <laughs> it. was so like, oh, they had no chemistry. It oh. was really bad. And and I did not buy her for a second as this like cowgirl kind of thing, no. like this ranch girl. Not at all. It was- I thought it was pretty bad too. And I was disappointed because like, Last year, Melissa Joan Hart, her movie was so funny with Jason Priestley. It was so funny to yeah. me. I loved it. And the one with the, uh, I know the one you love with Barry Watson. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, what's it called? It was on, it was on a couple days ago. I saw it on, on um, where he was the, um, the nutcracker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was it like a nutty <laughs> holiday or oh, something like that very nutty christmas or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> that was funny and like my favorite all time was holiday in handcuffs personally yeah. that's my favorite which is but this one oh yeah I, it, I i couldn't i didn't get i didn't see a, a lick of chemistry between them and yeah. i liked him he was in that gingerbread romance movie with tia maori oh, yeah. and that one and i was looking it up i had to look it up because i'm like why does he have this british accent and i looked him up and he's british yeah i didn't know that <laughs> i'm like oh that's real yeah. i didn't know it and yeah I, not, not thrilled. <laughs> I don't know i mean it was just i like somebody on letterboxd to say this was so boring to the point i could walk away for 20 minutes and the same thing was still happening when i came back <laughs> accurate. and i didn't like the tween girl or the the girl uh, i don't know if she was a tween or a teen of uh, the teenage daughter she was a little bit over the top with her disgruntled behavior and being annoyed with everything yeah. and i'm like oh gosh just chill like poor person has to go to like a fancy ranch (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. I like this other person says, this one really tried my patience because there's nothing here. A guy and his kids go to a ranch in Montana at Christmas and they do stuff. That's basically it. That is accurate. It literally is like watching somebody's home movies. <laughs> and Kelly Martin directed it. I'm so disappointed. I, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh no. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what you need is going to do. On? You need to do chemistry reads, chemistry reads, chemistry reads with these movies. Right. It is so essential. If they're if they don't have chemistry, it is just death to the film. I mean, not that I don't know if anything could have saved this, but it was just it was so. work, as my friend Ryan likes to say. <laughs> Watching this was work. <laughs> yes, it was. I was like, is it over yet? I mean, I was waiting for the minutes to be over because I was like, where's the, like, where's the, there wasn't really any conflict no. per se either. There was nothing to it. It was just lame. Yeah. It was just, the only conflict was we live in different places. So we can't be together. That was the only conflict. Yeah. It and then it's like, oh, cool. we'll move. <laughs> there you go. Solve the conflict. <laughs> But, yeah you know what's bad when you're like oh these commercials you like you 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 get almost excited when the commercials come on <laughs> so i i really 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 i i applaud people who watch movies live and tweet i can't even imagine <laughs> i couldn't sit through i mean i have the a regular, lot you know, yeah i watch the regular i mean i watch all the scenes but like having to then see through the commercials and then think all that time you have all that time waiting thinking oh no there's more <laughs> to finish it That's yeah I, I would give <laughs> I think this is I think this might be the worst of the actual lifetime produced because most of the bad ones have been acquisitions right I think this is the worst of the like produced movies it was uh, from from a lifetime so I don't know I give like a one <laughs> It was bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll listen. Oh, uh, yeah, it was bad. Um, I guess I'll go with a 1.75 because I was bored of tears. At least the Christmas cake movie, I had like something to look at. I mean, I was like yeah. at least intrigued by her bad hair and the guy's toupee. I mean, there was something there that was, was better definitely, than that <laughs> one was definitely better. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So then we have toying with the holidays. This was on the 18th and this is Chad, Michael Murray and Cindy Busby. Danielle returns to her hometown for the holidays with her young son, Paul, hoping to introduce him to some beloved holiday traditions, in particular, the town's North pole express train. So I think this one is like, if I had never seen a Christmas movie, I would have been like, Oh, that was cute mm-hmm. with this one. This one was mm-hmm. fine, but it was just, very like run of the mill i would say this one I, I i feel like for a long time chad michael murray has been phoning it in with yes TV movies i haven't felt like a real performance from him for a long time <laughs> i agree i can't think of I, I can't think of the run that he's now i haven't seen all of them but i saw the one i mean starting with the um the, the, the beach house what was that called the um yeah. with andy mcdowell um oh yeah i forgot he was in that yeah and, and then I, all the way yeah that's true and that i mean that winter movie he was in i think i feel like he might be responsible for killing Winterfest just on that movie alone 
because that movie was terrible. I I will fight anybody on that. I mean, it's supposed to be a reality TV show and they don't have a single piece of lighting, not one. Oh, they don't have yeah. any like at least it in um bad. in the um uh Christmas house too where they had were having reality TV. They had like boom right. mics and stuff. I mean, it looked like an yeah. actual It looked like a production. Filmy yes. production. <laughs> I mean, that movie was <laughs> terrible in so many ways but um uh but yeah i don't know i just feel like i didn't mind his summer movie that much this last summer i was okay but yeah, i thought the sandal cove yeah but like the, the lead actress brought that up a lot yeah, yeah like, agreed yeah he's just kind of like i just feel like he's just kind of showing up every day and and getting a paycheck he's not really it. crying there's nothing challenging he's not making it challenging and the role i mean i yeah. feel like you could do more with it if you put a different actor maybe they could make more out of this the script i don't know yeah. like even in this movie i felt like cindy was trying harder mm-hmm. than he was i mean like and I, we were talking with christopher paloha and he was saying how every single one of his hallmark movies he tries to give a different performance like one movie is right. playing jimmy stewart the next movie he's like got a british accent the next movie he you know is doing there there's different performances and i i just i don't see that with with cmm <laughs> no <laughs> i'm sorry mean, I, I actually long for the days of the teen movies yeah. like freaky friday right and, uh, cinderella story like that's i feel like that was when he was his best and that's not necessarily fair to him but yeah. that's what it is it is what it is well and i loved road to christmas's first movie oh that was a great one yeah that yes. was a really good one i think that was more to the script and he was just you know good he was fine in it uh but uh but yeah one trail one tree hill fans don't hate me he's, he's not I, I, very good in these movies <laughs> Um, the, the best part about this movie was the little boy. He was so cute. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love kids who like have an, obs- I, I, my, my great nephew, he's five, he's obsessed with trains. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool when they just, when ki- little kids get, get into something like that. That's kind of old school, old fashioned. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like having the Lionel train cars and like yeah. wanting to get them repaired to make the train work. I think that's cute. I like that, that is part. cute. And he was really cute and his like letter to Santa and everything. And, and anytime he was with Cindy, that was cute. They had a good bond. I feel like Cindy's pretty good with like little kids in scenes. Yeah. It was a good job. Uh, Like I liked, um, oh shoot. Chasing waterfalls. And when she is, yeah, I like the the girl in that one. And I think that, that that was a good, one of her best movies, I would say. I agree. Um, I was trying to think, I'm like, she's she can get a little much to me sometimes but of the two of them in this movie she was the better one for sure yeah for sure and and <laughs> she she wasn't like too whiny as, no. as some of her roles can have been in the past uh she was you know pretty normal i mean i i felt like you know the story was just a basic you know save the store kind of story and but again the kid made a cue <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree yeah so i would give this one a three i'm gonna say 2.75 mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right so then we have under the christmas tree and this is lisa bauman uh tatiana 
Tatiawana Jones and Ricky Lake, and it's marketing whiz Alma and Mar and Christmas tree whisperer Charlie cross paths when Charlie finds the perfect tree for the main governor's holiday celebration right in Alma's backyard. While they initially spar, romantic sparks soon begin to fly between the two women as the enchanting tree and some Christmas fairy dust from the town's patissier extraordinaire by Berkey Lake mm-hmm. bring out the best in them and spark <laughs> each other to take leaps of faith and fight for love and Christmas magic. So what did you think about this one? I enjoyed this one. I wasn't sure what I would, uh, I wasn't sure what, um, I don't recognize either of these actresses. Maybe they've been around and I just don't know them, but I enjoyed it. I liked, I thought they had a good connection. I liked Ricky Lake. I liked the parents being so supportive. Again, I feel like, this year the movies have been super supportive of lgbtq and and there's no judgment which has been really nice to see you know and everyone's all rooting for each other it's great yeah. that i loved a lot i love but my favorite i actually liked the other the tree whisperer i thought she was really like naturally beautiful i loved her hair i liked her look she was a little casual i like she had a little bit of a not sarcastic she was just a little silly but she you know she wasn't super serious um i liked her a lot but overall i enjoyed it i did like the fact i liked the acceptance definitely that was really fun when they're like cheers to lesbians (laughs) (laughs) that was funny um but uh but yeah and alma i liked the way that she was just so immediately smitten like whoa Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like lean back (laughs) Uh when you saw charlie that was fun obviously the story you know sort of the save save the factory story is not my favorite but i i didn't actually think their chemistry was that great um i thought they were d i like i did my i thought they were pretty good uh and yeah i don't know i mean I, I do think that there's there's a from Telefilms there's a movie uh, a lesbian uh, Christmas rom com called uh, Christmas at the Ranch that came out this year, and okay. I think that was way better. I so maybe now that's actually a good thing that we're getting so many of these that we can like actually afford to be a little bit critical critical yeah. you know that yeah. we have things to compare it to and we have um, but. This is not a terrible movie by any stretch, but I just, it's interesting to see the Christmas at the ranch because I thought it's just the chemistry was way better and that, and there were like really cute little moments and, and this was, I just wasn't feeling it between them that much. I, 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 I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> uh, but I, I did have some fun moments and particularly mm-hmm. I agree with you that Charlie anything on charlie's side was i think more interesting yeah uh, with her and her parents and the tree and the farm and uh just her personality and and her working with ricky lake they could have used more ricky lake do you agree yes yes i feel like she wasn't in it nearly enough yeah and then i liked the uh, um like the assistants yes they were good. That was a good mm-hmm. fun side storyline. Mm-hmm. And 
<clears throat> and they had like a tarot card reading and that was kind of a, a fun scene <laughs> yeah that was cute that was cute scene um yeah so I think I mean it's certainly it's not it's like I would say this is like for me in the like middle of lifetime this year mm-hmm. um it's certainly not one of the worst that's for sure but I don't know I give it like a 3.25 um let me I mean I don't know what I ranked it um I have to look I it was I think a little high like on the higher end of the middle uh, somewhere like right it's not in the top 10 but it's not you know way down I would say um 3.5 I yeah. liked it I can Mm -hmm. see that. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So then we had Candy Cane Candidate. Mm-hmm. And this was on the 20th on Lifetime, Jackie Lay and Jake Epstein. This is our third from Jake Epstein. It was <laughs> the Jake Epstein trilogy <laughs> this year. <laughs> and we have natural born leader Julia returns to her hometown of North Falls for Christmas to drown her sorrows in eggnog cookies and Yuletide. Uh, after her recent political campaign for city council ended in a landslide loss. It's the perfect place for Julia's holiday escape until she realizes coming home means running into her old high school rival, Parker, the arrogant know-it-all who beat her in a race for senior class president. When the North Falls mayor resigns, the town holds an emergency election and Julia and Parker find themselves once again facing off. But as Julia and Parker campaign their way through the Christmas season and plan a toy drive together, Julia begins to see a different side of Parker and the ice between them slowly begins to thaw as their political race can comes to a head. Julia and Parker discover winning isn't everything. So what did you think about this one? I liked this one. And my first thought was, why is this on a Monday night? I feel like this was good enough to be a Saturday movie or a Sunday movie. I'm I'm just I just felt like it deserved a bigger audience than it probably got. And I mean, it's not the best lifetime and her movie, the sugar and spice was better last year, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. I thought it was super cute. I love Jake Epstein. Like he needs to be on everything. I just love him. Yeah. I thought you could tell the production values were a little higher. This was an original, right? I don't know. Actually. Um, let me see if it says on IMDb. Cause it seemed like it to me, it felt a little more, like a little bit higher value you can always tell if they have alternate posters on imdb you know um Um, i'm not seeing any so i think it this might have been an original for a lifetime i 
I can even forgive the silliness of two things. Number one, don't you have to be a resident of the city that you are going to be the mayor of? Usually I think yes. I mean, maybe that's not standard, but I thought it was. Number two, why would you have an election on Christmas Eve? Those are my two be- biggest yeah. beefs with this movie, but I overall enjoyed it. I feel like the, I thought they had good chemistry. And the nephew and the other kid were so funny, especially yeah. the nephew. He cracked me up. His, he had some great one-liners, like something about being human is rough, or I can't remember what he said. He said some funny stuff. He got, he got me going the whole movie. I liked that whole story too. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I, I, this is my favorite of the Jacob Epstein trilogy. I, yeah, for sure. I, I wasn't as high on the, the Hanukkah movie as most people were. And then, uh, the Christmas village one <laughs> was, was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, and that was definitely an acquisition. And then this, uh, I think this is the best. And I, I mean, the flaws, I think, as you said, all I agree with everything you said, I would just say this movie is barely a Christmas movie. I, True. It, mm-hmm. it, it didn't even need to be at Christmas. It doesn't make sense for it to be at Christmas. And there's just very, very little Christmas in it. Uh, so I, you know, if you're looking for super, super Christmas, this is not going to get you, but I think the script is actually pretty solid or yes. a, a good rom-com well-written good chemistry. As you, as you said, I really liked the, the supporting romance with the nephew that was very cute yes <laughs> yeah and they were fun characters and i i by the end when he tells her that he voted for her that was just very yeah. swoon-worthy. yes i love that i just he was so sweet he was the principal a little young to be a principal mm-hmm. i think but that's okay i think they were only like 32 if i right. counted but it's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll even forget that. That was the least of the, you know, the crazy things were in, but like, I, I just thought they were adorable. I yeah. just think he is just a cool, I agree with you. I liked the Hanukkah movie more than you did, but I think he was better in this one. Yeah. And I liked her dress. What do you think of her dress? It was very pretty. Yeah. It looked really I, good on you her. You love it. It's red, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, red. it's satin and red. It's red <laughs> and not black. This is great. <laughs> and I even like, I mean, it was classic city girl comes back to the country, yeah. you know, kind of a thing, but I thought they made it work pretty well with, uh, with kind of their real conflict there with her parents and them you know, mm-hmm. feeling like she left them and, and, uh, her kind of realizing that there's something to this, you know, small town. And I don't know, I thought it was, it was it was executed pretty well for that trope. I agree. And I, as someone who came from a small town with, you know, probably, in fact, the mayor of my small town now is someone who's younger than me from my high school, <laughs> which scares yeah. me a little bit about how old I feel. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it is a big deal to be a mayor of a small town. I mean, it's still, oh, even sure. if it's like three or 4,000 people, it's yeah. like it's a big deal and they ha- I mean I like that she realized she could make a difference starting small rather than going big yeah our a good friend of mine Stephanie her husband is mayor of the town that I this small city that I live in and it's it's challenging there's no question about that so <laughs> yeah even um I, you know I actually looked up the mayor of 
Mike hometown on LinkedIn and he has another job. It is a part-time job, but it right. has to be really full-time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has to be enough going on that you have to be there enough to worry about stuff. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So we have a few more that I was able to watch. Are we going to read this I, one? What's that? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I'm sorry. I would give it a four. I'm going to go with a 4.25. I really, this yeah. is probably, it'll probably end up in my top five or eight on the, probably top five on Lifetime. Yeah, most likely yeah. at the end. Oh, definitely. Top yeah. five Lifetime for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, We'll, we'll, we'll be, we'll be doing in January, uh, our Wednesday episodes are going to be, we'll have best Hallmark, best non-Hallmark Christmas, and then best non-Christmas Hallmark, uh, coming up. But, uh, yeah, for me, definitely, I really enjoyed the ghost of Christmas past from lifetime. That was one of my favorites and, uh, I like the holiday fix up, but I don't know if I'd make it in my top. Yeah. Uh, I just finished uh, Ghost Kirk of Christmas Franklin. last night. I liked it. It was yeah, cute. Wasn't it good? Yeah. And I, Kirk Franklin was really good. I'm very surprising. Yeah. I, I really liked that. Yeah, that was really good. And uh, I liked Say Yes to Christmas. That was one of my favorites. Uh, and so, and then it was fun to have Erica Prevost on. And, right. I listened know, to that. That was, she cool. was super cute. Yeah. Super cute. So those are some of my favorites from Lifetime. But, and I did love the dancing in a Christmas dance reunion, that Mm -hmm. tap dance scene. I, and I liked the Reba one. Those are probably my favorite of Lifetime. But uh, yeah, so I would give this one a four. Um, Okay. Uh, So there's a few others that I saw that you hadn't had a chance to see. So I will give you my updates. Uh, So we have California Christmas City Lights. This is on Netflix and it stars Lauren mm-hmm. Swickard and Josh Swickard, who are a married couple. Okay. And it's in the sequel to 2020's California Christmas, Callie and Joseph are more in love than ever. But when work and family obligations force them to move back to the city, things get a little more complicated. So I didn't really like the first one very much. <laughs> or this one, it is a little bit spicier. And this is also spicier than Hallmark. So. That could be a pro or con, depending on, you know, what you're interested in that night. um, And obviously they have pretty good chemistry. They're a married couple, Mm -hmm. but I do think, I think that this in one hand is better than the original because they had this really weird, like she's being sort of stalked by the best friend of her, of her husband who had passed away. That was like a weird plot. And neither of these movies have hardly anything Christmassy in them. They like, they should not even be Christmas movies. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe this had like a tiny bit more, but really none, they should not be Christmas movies, but this movie like laid on the city is evil. Like so thick. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you see what the city has done to you. They've changed you, you know, and all this stuff and, uh, because he's been in the country uh, working with them and then they get engaged and then so he's like but then his mother goes on like sabbatical on this island so she, she can't be reached so somebody needs to run the con- the, the the company in the city he comes mm-hmm. out there and all these bad influences in the city are <laughs> <laughs> including there's a 
a, a woman who is supposedly going to be the CEO. Uh, she's supposedly like the CEO in absentia from, you know, with his mother gone, he, she's like taking over. Okay. But like, she seems to be in an absolutely terrible job. And he's like, you're supposed to be running. You're supposed to be making these choices. You're supposed to be. And she's like, why would I want to do that? And why would I want to make those choices? That's for you. And he's like, they put you in charge. And I'm like, yes, that's right. Why aren't you doing this? You're going to get fired lady. But then like, there's this whole thing with the, um, the brother of her dead husband slash our fiance. I can't remember, but anyway, dead person that I uh, is there in the city. And so this mean girl, Mm -hmm. she kind of like stages, she tries to undo, what's her name? Callie. Uh, Because this guy, he runs a a, um, homeless shelter, Mm -hmm. food bank place. And they run, they have this, they have this donkey there in the city. (laughs) And and so they have this live nativity play with donkey and- (laughs) And so she's playing Mary, he's playing Joseph and they like have, they like touch heads at a certain point. And so then she takes this photo and she shows it to, to uh, Joe, to Joe. And she's like, look, she's cheating on you or whatever. And then he freaks out and, and calls off the wedding. And so there is a lot of melodrama in this movie, but like literally the, <laughs> city is the worst it's like this evil place that's going to tempt you away from all that is good and holy <laughs> and then and of course when they go to the city it's all like swinging parties and and uh, champagne and like that and i'm like man i visited new york and la last year and i didn't get any <laughs> i live in la i can tell you right now yes that stuff happens but my world, I'm like the most boring LA person probably that exists. <laughs> I'm like home all the time. I work from home. When I'm not working, I'm watching movies or TV. Well, watching TV mostly. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm like not, <laughs> I'm not a social, I was social when I was younger. I'm not that yeah. person. Not like that anymore. I'm not and that we, kind of social. We, we did get some like more quality city representation this season, like movies uh, right. such as holiday in harlem yeah it's like that you know where it's, they show the community and the positive aspects and so this just was very cringy and and like i said if you if you're really hankering for some like steam i guess it's there and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh but uh, but it's it's a uh, it's a was not good it was not a successful film um i would give it like a 1.5 Ooh, yeah (laughs) well and also it is i mean maybe i give it a two because i do think it's better than the last one because also the last one had this also the subplot of her mother that was dying of cancer so it just kind of made it a big downer oh that's you've got the weird stalker plot and you've got the cancer plot so maybe I'll give it a two, but I, there's just not, not, not a great franchise. <laughs> I hope this, <laughs> this is the end. 
Seriously, it sounds like I will not be watching either of those. <laughs> no. All right. So then we had Christmas Takes Flight. This is on Paramount Plus, and it's a holiday battle of wills erupts between pilot Jenny and uh, and Matt, a number crunching CEO who purchases Jenny's family owned regional airline. Matt's cost cutting cost cutting initiatives threaten Christmas when he cancels the airline's annual holiday charitable benefit for underserved children. Determined to show Matt that the sweetest things in life are worth any price, Jenny rallies the community to help save the event and unexpectedly finds herself falling for the magnet in the process. So oh. <laughs> yeah. um, this one was not good. I really didn't care for it. Uh, they had absolutely no chemistry. He stays mean way too long. So you don't buy at all that she's interested in him at all. He's been a jerk to her the entire movie. Why on earth would she be interested in him like at all? It doesn't make any sense. And the business talk was just unending in this one. I mean, so much talk about this uh, Santa flight thing that they do every year and trying to get the fundraising and, and then she like hides it from him and then he gets mad and because uh, she's trying to get the funds so they can uh-huh. do it because the, otherwise they'll disappoint the orphanage and it was just it was so boring i didn't like it at all and the other one from from paramount plus the christmas proposal i enjoyed that actually a lot um, these two, like I said, they didn't have any chemistry. There was nothing kind of funny. There were no supporting characters that I enjoyed. It was hmm. just really not great. Painful. Yeah. <laughs> I <Wow>. said, <laughs> this one was so boring. Business talk went on and on. No chemistry. And the grumpy guy stayed grumpy forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. Not yeah. My yeah. I mean, and I, she's supposed to be this pilot and this like businesswoman, and yet all of her decisions seemed really based on emotion and based on i don't know like they i felt like they didn't really make a whole lot of sense and she i, I don't know like i just you're supposed to buy that it's enemies to lovers but they just stayed enemies the whole time so then all of a sudden they're like supposed to be in love at the end of the movie i was just like no I don't buy it at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That that yeah. I'm I don't have Paramount Plus, so I'm kind of like glad I don't I guess. Yeah, I mean I think this I is one you can actually watch, watch on their free uh oh, part. But okay. watch the Christmas proposal, don't watch this. Okay, I may check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. We have two more. We have a new lease on Christmas and this is Claire Coffey and Jeff Stoltz and it's a single real estate agent falls for a handsome coffee shop owner only discovered that the job she put she just took requires her to evict him from his shop. So this movie I'm not going to like say that it's a good movie but I do appreciate the fact that Ion Channel they did four movies this year and all four were kind of edgy, were different, were very low budget, but they had more humor than I think almost any other channel in their movies. And this one was probably my least favorite of the four. Okay. But it had some bonkers elements that I enjoyed. It <laughs> it like leans into this Santa plot where the Santa, there's a bell ringing Santa out in front of his coffee shop. 
and he's like meddling big time in everybody's life. And at a certain point he ends up, they end up arresting him because I, I can't even remember exactly why they arrest him, but they arrest him. And, uh, he's just, he's like meddling people hate him at a certain point. And he's like getting so involved. And, uh, and then like the big reveal that like, he actually really is Santa with him, like on the sleigh and it was fun. Um, and you know, the conflict was kind of cringeworthy because she's going to shut down his, his restaurant. And, and I, you know, I didn't really. I didn't really love that, but they had like, okay, chemistry. I liked Claire coffee. She was good. Uh And it had some humor. It was funny. Uh, you know, like just weird things like Santa in jail and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The little girl was cute in it. So it's not a great movie by any means, but I do appreciate that. I feel like Ion tried to be different this season. That's good. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever watched an Ion. I'm gonna have to, I think I have that channel. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we I they won my heart with um Snowmance uh, in uh 2018. I love oh, Snowmance so I remember much. you talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I I oh the other thing I liked in the, that made it a little different was that they have her doing the sort of running narration throughout the movie with her being oh. like kind of funny commentary and be like i didn't know what i was doing there and what was going you know whatever (laughs) so that was funny Uh and also oh also so there was the the santa claus starts to match make her roommate with uh with this guy named george and george starts to play uh santa and the roommate is an elf in the (laughs) the store and uh, she's like a total jerk, the roommate. And uh, he is like so nice and thoughtful. And there's this whole scene where finally he just like lets it out and says, I know that you're, you're in love with me. I'm in love with you. I, I, I do all these nice things for you. And you just step all over me. You don't care. And yet I know that you do care in anyway, he had this whole monologue and it was actually really good. And I was like, wow, justice for George. <laughs> so, oh. I thought he was one of the best characters in the movie. <laughs> so I, I would give this one. I thought it did Santa magic very well. Like the ending really worked. Um, so if you can handle a movie with a very low budget, the filming, the sound design was not good. It was, it was the sound mix was bad. Um, but I don't know. I give it like a 3.25, I think. Oh, that's pretty high. Yeah, it's a messy movie, but I, I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one that I wanted to talk about is a movie called The Chosen, The Messengers. And this is a for faith-based listeners. Uh, if people have heard, it's Christmas with The Chosen, The Messengers. And I don't know if people have heard about The Chosen, but if you are Christian, I think you'll really enjoy the show. It's very well done. And it, it gives you the, the, the feel of Christ is like a real person that is, has friends and, you know, and is there, uh, in, um, Jerusalem and everything. And it's, it's, it's one of the best, if not the best faith-based 
series I've ever seen. And yeah, it's very well done. If that's, you know, something you're interested in. And so then they had this Christmas with the chosen, the messengers, and it's got like an hour and a half of, of monologues and music, which I didn't watch. (laughs) I zoomed forward to watch the actual film of the nativity and the birth of Christ. And it was very well done. And I'm actually doing with my friend Durbin, who's now working for the chosen, uh, actually. Uh, and, um, uh, I'm doing one of our, one of our devotionals, uh, on, on Christmas day, we're going to post it about this, the Christmas with the chosen, the messengers. So oh. if you want to see a traditional nativity, uh, scene play out, uh, that's well done and you get to see sort of Mary's perspective and Joseph's perspective and, uh, that, you know, going on the way to Bethlehem and not finding the room in the inn and them cleaning the, the, the stable and the shepherds coming and, you know, just everything that you expect to see, but from like, from a pretty gritty perspective, you know, like you see the dirt, you see the, uh, and I liked that. And you also have at the same time, you have Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Christ, uh, talking and she's written her account that she wants Mary Magdalene to take to Luke for the scriptures and for her Psalm. And so there's sort of that going on at the same time. So you hear her commentary and talking about, you know, how Joseph could have killed her. Literally she, he could have had her stoned. Uh, certainly he could have divorced her. And so I thought that worked really well. It it was just well-made, well done. Uh, and you know, I'm not a traditional Christian and I still enjoyed the series and I still enjoyed this. So if that's something that sounds interesting, I know it did very well at the box office It actually, the, the, it actually was in like the top five, uh, yeah, at the box office, uh, when they, they had it there, but now you can watch it on YouTube for free and you can watch it on the chosen app that they have. And uh, you can watch season one, season two, and then Christmas with the Chosen. And it's kind of nice to have one thing that's actually about Christ in right. all of this Christmas content. <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah. That is really what it's about. And, right. you know, forget all that. I, I'm as guilty as anybody of forgetting a lot of that, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying about the Hanukkah movie is that I feel like Christmas has been kind of divorced from religion, actually, that it's right. Whereas I don't think that's the case from with Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a religious holiday and, uh, you know, Hanukkah is a religious holiday. And I don't think that that Christmas really is anymore as far as these, certainly as far as these movies are concerned. I mean, every once in a while you get something like Kirk Franklin or something like that, you know, that has some more of a religious feel to it, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, no one even really goes to church. Yeah. Even it prayed it, you know, go to church to pray about something going on. I can't Very think rare. of it. Angel in, Falls. I mean, yeah. Even in the Godwinks movies, right. They, they really don't pray much or, you know, they're so diluted. So anyway, if, if you're interested this is available and it's free to watch. So, uh, that's something fun. So, and check out the devotional on Christmas. If you want, uh, put a link to my channel. I would appreciate that. And I think you'll enjoy it. 
So there we go. That is everything that we're able to watch. Like I said, we missed a couple things. Uh, and if you saw those, let us know. And what do you think of these movies? Maybe you think we're too hard on them. Please <laughs> let us know in the comments section. And Colleen, where can people follow you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And please follow the podcast on social media at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. Five stars. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that a lot. We also have our patron group and merch store, which has tons of fun designs. So please take a look at that. All the information is in the description. And thanks so much, Colleen. I really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.